We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're getting you ready for Pro Football's Ultimate Matchup. Let's go! This is a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, attorneys at law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan. It is Super Bowl week. I promise you we will have Super Bowl talk. We will. We will. Because what does make Philly's offense so dangerous if Jalen Hurts... That's not Can't Joel really Embiid. Well. What? That's not Joel Embiid. Dangerous. Okay, uh, how about we do this? You want to do rapid fire ask Danny's? Oh. All right. Um, here's just a good text at 503-250-1080 that I, I agree with. If Cronin gives us a bunch of Olshay-like drops at the presser, Rip City will burn. That will be a big one there. I don't disagree. Um uh, this text says the only way this all makes sense is if, is what Danny hypothesized. Get their pick back from the Bulls. Go all in with multiple picks and players and upgrade the team. If they don't, fan base out. Um, it's 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 unfair for that to be the onus on Joe in a year, yeah. but that's just that's the reality. No, it is. He has to untangle it, fix it, and swing in a year. Yes, because the window is so narrow, yeah. and not just that, just because of everything that led up to it. Yeah. Yeah, um, we have a we have a text here five zero three two five zero ten. This says, you know, why can't the Blazers trade their um, picks when other teams trade pay, multiple picks with protections? Why is it so hard for the Blazers to get better? Um, it's because what teams will do is what the what the Knicks and the Blazers did this one the, this time with this first round pick. It is a one year. If the pick doesn't convey this year, we know exactly what happens to it. It turns into four second-round picks. Wash your hands of it. If the Blazers don't get that first-round pick in 2023, it turns into four second-round picks this year. We know that. Mm -hmm. We know what that is. What Neil O'Shea did was he gave... Perpetuity until 2028. There's no no back out. No, I have had multiple execs tell me it is one of the most ridiculous things they've ever seen. The, the, here's here's almost word for in word, a bar for Derek bar. Derek Jones Jr. trade that got Larry Nance Jr. That got yeah, that got Larry yeah. Nance Jr. This this is what was told to me. People have said I don't know if he knew what he was doing, <sighs> which is like the one of the most egregious things you can say about a transaction in the NBA. 
Yeah. Um, Lakers got Vanderbilt and Bamba for their, for peanuts we could have offered, and they got the Lakers tax. You know, that is my question. Is why they, they didn't get peanuts that they could have offered because they got Vanderbilt for a first round, round pick. This is what I keep trying that to tell That the Blazers everybody. didn't have. They, they didn't have it. They, they, they literally... And they weren't going to give up a first round pick for just Jared Vanderbilt, no. and they didn't want to take Malik Beasley's money. No, but the Mo Bamba one is interesting because yes. th- that is a massive box that the Blazers need to check is their front court depth. And they gave up Patrick Beverly for Mo Bamba. Yes, and here's why. I, I had to double check just to remember exactly how much Beverly was making. How much money is Patrick Beverly making? I don't know. $13 million. Okay. Where's that contract on the Blazers? Did it just get traded for a first-round pick in Cam Reddish? Yeah. Okay, there you go. There it is. This is part of the problem. And in this, I, I will give Cronin leeway here. They do not, and they do not have deals in this area. No. They have one, and they moved it, and they got a first-round pick for it. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. But here, but here is where frustration lies. You got a first-round pick for it. What's important now? What's important right now? Mo Bamba's not changing anything. I know, I know, but is it winning or is it getting that first-round pick? It's, it's the first-round pick. It's the first-round pick. It is. That's what's important now. Yes. To fans, I think a lot of them are like, no, what improves the roster right now? There, Mo Bamba is not a, a guy that turns you into a, a championship-caliber team. Heck, he doesn't even lift you out of the first round of the playoffs. He makes you more competitive. I think that the big one that a lot of people are circling is – the Yusuf Nurkic one. And look, Nurk is going to be very hard to trade. <laughs> He's going to be very hard to trade. And if you want to give uh, Joe Cronin some some flack, it may be giving him the lo- a longer-term extension and saddling the team with that. That That's going to be tough. That is going to be a very tough one for the Blazers to get off of. It is. Um, I, I, wa- I just want to say this because I'm violently petty. Oh, Okay. Did the Toronto Raptors get three first-round picks for OG and Anobi? They didn't. They didn't move. Oh, okay, but they went and got Jakob Pertl. Yep, they did. They did. But also, did the San Antonio Spurs get two first-round picks for Jakob Pertl? Uh, n- no. no, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, but they got a first-round pick. Yep, they for did. Jakob Pertl. It's it's kind of a weak first. round What pick. else went there? Ken Birch. Who? Ken Birch. Oh, Ken Birch. Kim. Ken. K H E M. Nope. Like chemical, but with a K. No, I'm good. Uh, but that was an interesting one that. Toronto Jerry is saying we're yeah. selling, 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 and then they end up buying. Yeah. Well, they were selling, selling, selling because they thought they could win, win, win on the uh, trade deals. And it was kind of funny. You, you saw uh, uh, Woj there at the end talking about, well, with Katie off the market, you can see Western Conference teams really pushing all in for this. It's like, right. no, they're not. Let's dive into that then. Uh, outside of Portland. Uh, we'll let this breathe for a little bit. At one thirty, we have our BetQL Network insider Ryan Horvat joining us. Talks Super Bowl bets, prop bets. Going to dive all in on on the Super Bowl. But coming up next, uh, the the entire West got better. That makes it even tougher for Rip City. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a super wicked edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren L. Attorneys at Law. On 1080 The Fan. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That's a fan text line. The West got wild uh, at the trade deadline. My goodness. Um, last night kind of the the earth-shattering one um, really took the the wind out of the sails for the Lakers which sent uh, D'Angelo Russell to LA from Minnesota Mike Conley goes to the Timberwolves uh, and then Russell Westbrook goes to Utah where he's going to be promptly bought out um, the Nets traded Kevin Durant to the Phoenix friggin Suns and that team gets Scary. Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks, a 2028 pick swap uh, for Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. Um, And Woj was the first to break it. That is a blockbuster move. And it came out of nowhere. It absolutely unequivocally came out of nowhere. No one thought it was going to happen. And uh, Adrian Wojnarowski has intimate details in the transaction, which is shocking considering, you know, uh, he gets good information, but it just so turns out Sean Marks is a CAA client, and, well, you know how that works. Uh, Sean Marks is the uh, GM of the Brooklyn Nets that are, uh, for those that, that don't know, uh, and any time those clients uh, pop up, it's it's always interesting when Woj has that kind of detail. And he's from New Zealand, so his accent always gets you. Yes, it does. Um, well, Trailblazers legend Sean Marks, by the way. What? He played here. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that yeah. at all. Crikey. Oh. Um, oh, crikey. But this deal did come up out of nowhere. It materialized out of nothing. Nobody in the league thought this was going to happen until this summer. And th- when we talked about this a couple weeks ago, where I said, I, was, I don't know if Joe Sy's made for this. Yeah. I don't I don't believe Joe Sy's made for this. Because he just, him and Kevin Durant were just flipped on a dime and said, okay. And they didn't deal with anybody else. They just mm-hmm. dealt with Phoenix and they got it done. And to Matt Ishbia's credit, he just went down to Home Depot, got a wheelbarrow for his giant balls, and said, how about four unprotected first-round picks, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder. Take it or leave it. And that is an owner who's coming in saying, I'm going to want to make an imprint right now. And front line, this is a championship team that will run away for the NBA title. But 
and I will say, but it all it will all come down to their health because they are one injury away from kind of unraveling. You have a starting five that will strike the fear into anybody. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Torrey Craig, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton. And everybody's like, oh, man, you got CP3 Book in, in Durant. That's not the that's not the trio that you're worried about, though. No, I'm. I don't know why they keep packaging this as CP3. <laughs> He's as old as me, the seven foot monster who's been putting up twenty three and fifteen over the past two weeks. I, I will tell you one thing though, if this will we will see the best version of Chris Paul that we've ever seen. As long as his hamstring doesn't pop, yeah. And I and I mean that sincerely. That's not me like taking jabs at him. Like Mm-mm. that has been Chris Paul's biggest downfall is that by the end of the season because. He's our size. He is beat up and he is broken down at the end of 82. Yeah. And as you get older, that doesn't get any easier. Yeah. That, and you think of it, though, in these, these terms, though, they are paper thin on their bench. They have TJ Warren, Dario Saric, and then is there any other person on that roster that you trust for any stretch of time? Like, like honestly, who who do you trust on that on that roster coming off the bench? But the reality of it is, their starting five is so damn good, it doesn't really even matter. Also, with Matt Ishbia doing this and them having some some cash and, and the extensive amount of buyout market candidates, how many people do you think are going to line up to go play with those yeah, guys? They're going to be flocking to go down there. They're going to take their men's and they're going to go get their rings. Okay, um, so Phoenix gets a, a, t- a lot better. That is a that is a true blockbuster, and that was that's a fantastic move if you're a Phoenix Suns fan. And how about Phoenix being like the greatest sports week ever for Phoenix? You have the waste management open, you have Super Bowl Fifty Seven, and then you get Kevin Durant. It makes you forget that Kyler Murray is your quarterback if you're a Cardinals fan. You know, like if you're in Phoenix right now, you are on the come up because everything is going your way. You don't you don't care about the Diamondbacks being absolutely terrible and their uniforms being trash. You don't care about the fact Kyler Murray is your quarterback for the Cardinals and that your team can't even <laughs> hire a head coach because nobody wants that job right now. No, you are on cloud nine because you got waste management, Super Bowl fifty seven, and KD comes to town. Woo! What a move for Phoenix. Um, other moves that 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 happen around the NBA that uh, will ha- will or will not have uh, a great consequence. How, what do you think of the Lakers at the deadline? Uh, they literally have sold off every single future asset that they have, except for their one pick, the twenty twenty not twenty twenty nine seven twenty nine. Yeah, okay. The twenty twenty nine pick is the only thing that they have left. They've given it all up to push all in on they, this year. They go get Mo Bamba. They go and they uh, uh, got they well they got rid of in the first place Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook yes. which is addition by subtraction, yes. and that's where their other first round pick went. And for everybody's like, oh, the, the Lakers fleeced the the Jazz. Nobody has ever fleeced Danny Ainge. There's a little bit of two K name recognition kind of going on in this whole deal. Do you think the Minnesota Timberwolves are giving up D'Angelo Russell because he's really good or because he has a lot of flaws? Uh, because he has a lot of flaws, okay. yeah. Has Danny Ainge ever lost the transactions you've seen? N- no. Okay, did Malik Beasley cheat on his wife openly with Scottie Pippen's ex-wife? Oh, he did? Yeah. Larsa oh. Pippen? Yeah, no. Malik Beasley's a handful. Oh. He's also wants money. Jared Vanderbilt is a clutch client who was not expected to get the opportunity or the fit or the money in uh, Utah. Th- th- these are all things that, you know opportunities kind of present themselves and the Lakers were able to capitalize. Yeah, if that but if the roles were reversed, 
I would absolutely love to have exactly what uh, the Lakers got because they upgrade their their roster. They get D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, LeBron James, Rui Hachimura, Anthony Davis as your starting five, Jared Vanderbilt, Mo Bamba coming off the bench to go along with the guys who are existing already in Dennis Schroeder and Austin Reeves. They got better, man. They got the, the, the Lakers, unequivocally, they got better. Yeah, and I think even just by dumping Westbrook and Pat Beverly. Now, do they have any assets moving forward? No, but you know what the Lakers do have? And I hate the Lakers with the fire of a thousand suns. <laughs> but you know, the Lakers said, we know we're, our window is closing. Yeah. And it's going to close real fast. And it's going to suck here yep. in a little bit. Oh, they went all L.A. Rams on this bitch. But if we get another championship and squeeze another championship out of LeBron, then Rob Polinka and Jeannie Buss are saying, well, at least we got a couple titles together. You got, the, you got the bubble title, and then you get this one. Here's the thing that should make all the Laker haters out there very happy. This team's nowhere close to being a championship caliber roster. No, no, no. But they had got they improved – they improved in spades over the, at the trade deadline. And if, if you're a Laker fan, you're happy about that. You're happy about that, and you have one more asset that you can try and spin, and maybe you can work something out to, to get somebody to come cheap in the offseason to try and make a run for next year. Well, and I think in the West, too, with Denver kind of being at this point, you know, for lack of a better word, the runaway number one seed, with Phoenix adding KD, they yeah. kind of they changed the peak of that mountaintop. Just yep. got a lot taller. See, and like this text says, uh, you know, Lakers made all the right moves, and the ones that the Blazers should have. The Blazers literally could not have made those moves. Yeah, the Lakers or the Blazers could not make the moves that the Bla- the Lakers made. The Lakers have traded all of their picks except for twenty twenty nine. Yeah, the Blazers can't. They can't. Right. They can't do it because of that stupid protected pick. Yes. And so, like, yeah, they. And, but the texture's right. They did. Well, they they made all the moves Portland should have wanted to make, and Portland probably did want. Well, then we know they did. They wanted to get in on the Be- on the Vanderbilt deal, uh, maybe get Beasley in there too. So, uh, as of right now, though, that ain't it, boss. That ain't it. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That is the fan text line. Um, another move that was made, which I just. I can't get enough of because it's making me just chuckle inside uh, because John Wall, John Wall got traded again. Uh, John Wall, member of the Clippers, he, remember, it got so bad, he just stopped playing for for the Rockets. So John Wall got traded today for Eric Gordon. Little swapsies there. Um, and Eric Gordon's career is coming full circle, started as a Clipper. He's in Houston in purgatory. And now a three-team deal. The Clippers are sending Luke Kennard to the Grizzlies. Clippers are getting Eric Gordon. Danny Green and three second-round picks um, go to the Clips, and the Rockets get John Wall. This is audio from, I believe, the Up and Smoke podcast where John Wall discusses his time with the Houston Rockets and their organization as a whole. When you got traded to the Rockets, talk about the Rockets experience. Trash. I don't know. I know. Beyond trash. Like, because uh, I'm going there thinking Jane's going to be there, you know what I mean? Once yeah. I get traded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he already wants out. When I landed, I'm like, what up, Ooh, I'm about to land. If I go do my conference. He's like, well, I'm on my way to Atlanta for Lil Bay's birthday. I'm like, 
You talking about you want to get on jet with me, bitch? I just got traded here. <laughs> I can't come. I got to be on good terms. Like I don't know how the yeah. owner is, the GM is. I don't know nothing. Yeah, like, right. It's new. This ain't like I'm in DC. Am I in DC? I'm like hell yeah, we out. Right. Yeah. It's my show. Yeah. This ain't my show over here. Yeah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> hey well, guys, what's up? The good Miss news, ya. the good news is that uh, the Rockets have already bought out uh, John Wall. He will never suit up there. That uh, that relationship fractured so much, it's not even going to happen. So um, th- that is the one trade that I just looked at as an oh my goodness, this is going to be great if they make him play there, but they're not. All right, 503-250-1080. Let's get in the Super Bowl. Ryan Horvat, our BetQL Network insider, the host of BetMGM tonight. He joins us to talk all things Super Bowl bets, prop bets, everything in between. First is Rust with SportsCenter. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at Foreign Allen, attorneys at law. On 1080 The Fair. Day late, but it's okay. We still want to talk to him. It's the man, the myth, the legend, the host of BetMGM tonight, our BetQL Network insider, Ryan Horvat, joining us now. It's Super Bowl week. We couldn't go this week without having you on, man. How you doing? So, doing all right, guys, and... uh I'm here in Arizona, which you would think would be a great time, and I apologize for yesterday. I actually have to defend myself, but also apologize. And because we're all friends here and I love coming out with you guys, I'm going to give you a little inside information. Also, I'm going to give you this information because my co-host, Trista Crick, decided to inform the world. I was playing hoops before. I play on Thursday night, so I was playing um, before I made the trip, took my flight, and then I rode my Peloton. So I don't really know what the heck happened to me. But I got off my air. I got off my my plane, and uh, I couldn't move. Like I couldn't walk to the gate. And so it turns out I have to go to the doctor. I had all these plans. I brought my golf clubs. We're staying at a golf resort. I was going to play thirty six holes in two days, and uh, I partially tore my groin, which I was going to make up like a fake injury. I was going to go with like a high ankle sprain, you know, something like that, a little wow. less personal. So I get out of. I obviously tell my co-host, thinking that you know they'll keep this yeah. a secret. I get out of my Uber. There's probably 20 to 25 beautiful women in front of this resort, and Trista just says, "Hey, what happened to your groin? It's torn." <laughs> and so then she brought it up on the air 15 times. So yesterday I was actually getting a shot of Toradol, kind of like a hey, just so I could just so I could finish out my shows. And then the worst part about this all, you guys. So not only do I not get to golf tomorrow night, is the big bet mgm party and it's uh marshmallow is like the it, we got these vip oh, wow. vip access yeah and there's a personal concert and uh i'm no longer going actually after my show i'm getting on a flight bright and early and i'm getting back home because i'm limping around i look like the biggest dummy and i just don't want to be in public any oh, longer so no. heading, heading back home before we even get to the big game guys so that's what happened to me yesterday but i do apologize plain injured plain injured today it's okay yes dude that's brutal by by Crick to throw you under the bus like that, but also, but also that's, expected. A, that's how you know your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I well, call her the I call her the wife I never asked for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get to this. Well, oh wait, you're a Bulls fan, right? Are you a Bulls fan? Yeah, 
Yeah. Hey, can you uh, talk to somebody about lifting the, like, just swapping picks with the Blazers so we can get all of our future first-round picks? Because that really screwed us over the trade, not having having those uh, first-round picks to, to trade. So can we get the protections lifted off that? Can you pull the strings on that for us, please? I, I really wish that I could. I wish Damn. I could do a lot with that organization. Unfortunately, it's just been a dumpster fire. I thought, like, once Gar Foreman and John Paxson finally went away, we were heading for good things with AK. But... And I didn't hate the DeMar. I mean, obviously, like, DeMar's been great, but a lot of people actually, funny enough, in Chicago hated the DeMar signing just because he's getting older, which he is, but he had an MVP-type season last year. Uh, I didn't like the Vooch pickup a couple years back, and I definitely did not want to commit to Zach Levine. I just think – I don't think that you could bring back Zach Levine and Billy Donovan because clearly they don't get along. And a couple weeks ago, you know, there was this bad loss, and, you know, guys were calling out Zach Levine in the locker room. The Bulls are just an absolute mess. I mean, I was getting notifications last night, all night long, that they were interested in Russell Westbrook, which I think I think tells you everything that you need to know. So I wish they could help you guys out, and I wish I could because I think you got a brighter future. All right, let's talk about this Super Bowl Fifty Seven. You are in Phoenix for it. Um, look, this is the this is the better's dream. This is where you uh, can can the heyday. You get all sorts of props. You get. Every all sorts of action. It's talked about all week long, um, and it is a it's a. Before we get your game pick, because we'll get that at the end, I want to go through some of the props that uh, that we see and in which ones you like as well. Because I, I look at this, and I, there's one number that that I saw that it really perked my attention. Plus one twenty for Miles Sanders anytime touchdown seemed like insanely good value. Um, I love that in this game what is the what's your favorite prop that you got going on yeah i'm actually glad that we're going to start with miles sanders because i think that this is the perfect matchup and what i love about miles sanders so love the anytime touchdown especially because we're getting plus money i also actually i played it right away 56 and a half rushing yards i play that anywhere like 60 to 63 and a half wherever it's going to close i think he's going to have a huge game i think that everybody loves, obviously, Kenneth Gainwell right now. Everybody that we've had on our show loves Kenneth Gainwell overs, and I get it, like 17 and a half. Now it's up to like 20 and a half yards. He's been great this last month. But I feel like this is a Miles Sanders game they've been waiting for because last week against San Francisco, like Philadelphia, they didn't really have to do anything in the second half of that game because San Francisco didn't have a quarterback that could complete a forward pass two weeks ago, (laughs) excuse me. But so like Miles Sanders wasn't used in the second half. Now against Kansas City, like Kansas City, this they play like with the lightest box in the NFL. Like there's going to be three, four guys in the box, and that's where Miles Sanders averages over six uh, six point five yards per carry. So I like over on his rushing yards. I actually, man, if you want to like play some like you know plus two fifty, plus three hundred type numbers, I don't hate multiple touchdowns for Miles Sanders, uh, and I don't hate maybe taking a look at a Super Bowl MVP only because, and I know we'll get to all this, but like the one thing that I always tell people. Don't get suckered into the wide receivers for Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was Super Bowl MVP because Cooper Cup probably should have been the regular season MVP, but it's a quarterback's award right now. But the thing is, like, especially in this matchup, if Juju Smith-Schuster or Travis Kelsey, if he has 10 grabs, two touchdowns, who threw him the ball? Patrick Mahomes is playing on one leg, and he's Patrick frickin' Mahomes, so he's going to be the MVP. Jalen Hurts, I think that same thing's there because – Mahomes is going to be the regular season MVP, but if Hurts plays all 17 games, he was on pace. He was the heavy betting favorite. I think he'll probably, and I think he's going to be able to use his legs in this game. I think he'll be the MVP. So if anything, if you're going to not play a quarterback, 
I always suggest playing a running back because I think Miles Sanders could have a huge game or a defensive player. Like I like a Chris Jones, 50 to one or 66 to one, because we've seen it before us uh, strip sack scoop and score something like that. Maybe a low scoring game. I just, I always stay away from the wide receivers because if they're getting in the end zone and they're making the grabs, quarterbacks usually getting them the ball. Sorry. I went long winded there. Love Miles Sanders to answer your question. <laughs> totally go. fine. But uh, I need to go full degenerate here. Horvath. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the game. I, I want to know heads or tails. I want to know is Stapleton going long or short, I, what, 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 what are we feeling the outside the game bet, uh, prop uh, prop bets? Oh yeah, I bet all this. So I uh, <laughs> I love it. I, I even like 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 America the Beautiful. We're going over on that. We're going over on Stapleton. Right. I was looking. Yeah, I, I mean, slow we've anyway. had this. Yeah, he's at a draw. Right. Right. I've been like doing the Tennessee whiskey voice on the show all week. <laughs> Yo, rest mood because our new co-host uh, Nick Ashu. He's like you know Stapleton. You know, he's, he's a country music guy. He's not going to make this all about himself. And I was like, have you ever heard a Chris Stapleton song? He sings very slow. He talks yeah. very slow. So I think he's going over. The other thing, like these artists, it's like the halftime show. They're not even getting paid to be there, which is crazy. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. All eyes are going to be on them. Their downloads always increase the next day. Exposure. But they got to make it all about themselves. Yeah, you got you to be the show. I, I'm going over on Chris Stapleton. Absolutely. All right. Um, other prop bets. Do you do Gatorade? The Gatorade because this is a un- this is unique because it was almost like the Patriots where you could guess the Gatorade bath on on the Patriots because they'd been there often. We'd seen it. We have recent memory of seeing what the, both the Chiefs and the Eagles have in the Gatorade uh, containers. Do you go? With the Gatorade bet, and uh, is it a signal of who you're picking in the game? Yeah, you know, I used to play it that way. You know, oh, Kansas City, what do we got? The orange Gatorade, orange, the red yeah. Gatorade. Yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, but um, what I did last year, I'm over my last three in the Gatorade. I always take the craziest odds. I'll always go with, like, you know, purple. I, I think all Gatorade, to be honest, should be purple. Like, I think that's the best Gatorade, especially if you put it in the freezer and forget about it. I think that that's the best. But I always go, for some reason, with either blue or with white clear when it's not going to be water. But I always just take the craziest odds. I think I'm going back to blue this year, you guys. I, I just have a weird feeling. Like, I didn't get it last year. It's funny because you know, there's, there's, there's max limits for some of these bets. And I saw a guy last night place the limit on blue and I like turned around cause we're doing the show this week at the sports book, like right outside the stadium, which is just insane. I remember a couple of years ago, Tony Romo had a fantasy football event in Vegas and the league cracked down. Now we're broadcasting right outside the stadium <laughs> talking sports. Bets. And I'm doing a sports betting show, breaking down this matchup. And I hear a guy lay down one K on the Gatorade bath to be blue, which I thought was just absolutely insane. But I'm thinking maybe he has some inside information or he just has a lot of money, but we're going to go with both. So I'm going blue again this year. Like it. <laughs> All right. You've got two offenses that should be capable and everybody's thinking, well, what's going to happen here or there? We get in touchdown or field goal first. Yeah. Great question. I like a touchdown first actually. And I like a touchdown to be scored. It's different on every book. So like shop around here. Uh, I think at BetMGM, it was in the first seven minutes and 50 seconds of the game. I think we're going to get scoring in this game, and I think we're going to get scoring early and often. I hate to play overs in Super Bowls. You know, everybody's watching the game, especially now everybody wants to bet the game. It's Mahomes against Hurts. Everybody thinks there's going to be points. So I usually go with the under, but I'm not here. I, I I like points to be scored in this game. I think we get a touchdown right away. In fact, like my favorite bet 
in the Super Bowl. I didn't really go heavy on the over because I kind of found a different way to play it just in case they get into the red zone and there's stupid turnovers or, you know, there's teams like Kansas City. We've seen it with Harrison Bucker. They settle for uh, field goals, you know. So my favorite bet, if you don't want to take the points, over 39 and a half combined first downs by both teams. Like we just talked about it. The Eagles are going to be able to run the ball. Last week, there was no threat of offense from San Francisco. They still picked up 25 first downs in that game, meaning what we need, you know, 14, 15 from Kansas City. I think they're going to put up some points too. So touchdown, absolutely over the field goal. We're rooting for points here. And I love the first downs in this game. Ooh. All right. Sacks. Chris Jones got his first playoff sack in the AFC Championship game, uh, going up against one of the best offensive lines in in all of football. You have an over-under of a quarter sack right now, um, and the under is plus 105. Top taking the under of Chris Jones' sacks. I can't. I I can't do it because (laughs) I would go under with you. And – I watched that offensive line for the Philadelphia Eagles. I was just talking about this a couple minutes ago. Like, you know, Jason Kelsey, Lane's great, but that's the best offensive line in all of football. That's why it's so hard to pick against Philadelphia because not only do they have the best offensive line, they also have the best defensive line. And those guys, I mean, you could stick anybody in that backfield. Like, it could be Kenneth Gainwell. It could be Boston Scott. It could be Miles Sanders. It could be Jalen Hurts doing it himself. And they're just so tough, and they're good in pass protection. And the other thing that scares me just on that one, or like why I'm with you, so a couple weeks ago uh, we had somebody on from Kansas City, and he said Chris Jones has never had the playoff sack, take multiple playoff sacks, plus 450. We did, and that came home. But I just think this is going to be a tough matchup. And also, how many times is Jalen Hurts going to drop back in this game? Because I think he's like healthy enough, obviously, to play in this game. It's the Super Bowl. But he just hasn't looked the same pushing the ball down the field. I think they're going to run the ball a lot, so I'm with you. I would go under actually. I just I don't see them giving up a I don't see them giving up a whole lot of sacks in this game. Plus, it's Jalen Hurts, man. So if you get after him, whether it's Chris Jones or whoever, he's able to escape the pocket and make plays with his legs. If you're gonna be go go full, you know, fully into the uh, the mayhem that is the Super Bowl weekend and, and put your parlay together, what's what's the one prop parlay that you would actually consider going going down that path yeah so i really like miles sanders so i would go with the over on the rushing yards i would take an anytime touchdown and then i would also take whether you want to go anytime touchdown with Devonte smith or you want to just go over four and a half receptions for Devonte smith i know everybody's going to talk about aj brown and i'm not saying he's not going to score he could he hasn't scored in a couple of weeks here but he's also playing with a groin injury and uh, on a first-hand account, I could tell you that that's pretty damn painful. <laughs> so with Devontae, so since Jalen's come back, he has not looked the same. But like his splits are much better for some reason when he's throwing to the left side of the field, which is where Devontae lines up like 80% of the snaps. Also, you think A.J. Brown, you think, okay, you trade for a guy like that because he's going to be your big red zone target. But the last eight weeks of the season, Devontae Smith actually had more targets in the red zone He's tough to cover. I think this is a good matchup going against Kansas City. So I like Devontae Smith to score a touchdown or over four and a half receptions. And then Miles Sanders rushing yards, Miles Miles Sanders to score a touchdown. And then one more. Let me throw this out there because I think this number is going to go up. People laugh. Noah Gray, uh, he's one of the tight ends on Kansas City. He's went over his receiving yards prop in six of the last seven games. And look at all those injuries the wide receiver room for Kansas City. Like, who the heck's healthy? We think Kadarius Tony, but I don't trust any of those guys to actually stay out there for fourth quarters. 
So I'm going to go over Noah Gray receiving yards. It's only 13 and a half. So maybe throw that in there. Uh, again, it's hit six of the last seven weeks. Mahomes likes him. He's a red zone threat. I like that one. All right. Ryan Horvat. I got, now we got your pick in. Um, I know that I, by reading the tea leaves, you like the Eagles. Do you like them to cover the one and a half? See, here's the thing. So, like, the matchup, you guys, the matchup is telling me I have to take the Eagles. They have the better offensive and defensive line. But here's the thing really quick on the Chiefs. We always talk about Mahomes and Andy Reid in the offense, and rightfully so, they're great. But the defense has been a top-ten defense since week nine, and every year Steve Spagnuolo does this. He's a very underrated defensive coordinator. I love Spags. I think that defense is going to be ready to play. I like the over. I think they'll make just enough stops. I think Jalen's going to throw an interception in this game, and I'm done betting against Patrick Mahomes. I bet the Chiefs preseason, we talked about this. Everybody said, you know, bet the Chiefs to miss the playoffs. They don't have Tyreek Hill. And Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the league. Like, Brady's going to go down as the most decorated. He's going to have the best resume. But, like, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers even, these guys can't do the things that I see Mahomes do. And all season long, he's had this chip on his shoulder. And uh, even last or two weeks ago, you know, it was Burrowhead and it was Joe Burrow's 3-0 and in his career against Patrick Mahomes. How good is Patrick Mahomes? I, uh, I just think he's – and, you know, a couple years ago in the Super Bowl, he was running for his life when they lost 31-9. to I almost feel like people are going to kind of, like, turn this into, you know, almost like a, a legacy game for Patrick Mahomes. I think the Chiefs are going to find a way to win this game. This, like, if I'm using my brains here and I'm looking at this, uh, this on paper, I'm saying the Eagles, but I'm going to take the points here with Patrick Mahomes. A couple of weeks ago, I bet him to win Super Bowl MVP, so that's my favorite bet right now. I, uh, I'm sticking with the Chiefs and Andy Reid, man. It's, it's a revenge game for Andy Reid. You saw what Philadelphia did to him. And plus, let's be honest, I'm not betting on the team from Philadelphia. Give me the Chiefs. Look at that, the heel turn at the end. <laughs> Ryan Orvat, yeah. playing injured, the host of BetMGM tonight. Uh, he is a man with one groin uh, muscle right now that is is functioning. But we appreciate your BetQL Network Insider. Thanks for time, man. Safe travels home. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Sorry about yesterday. I'll talk to you next week. It's all good. Ryan Horvath, the host of BetMGM tonight. Look, we covered a lot of ground there. We covered a lot of ground. We got through a lot. Yeah, no, he uh, he's like, sorry for being long-winded, but he was also like, um, here's no. everything. Yeah, here's everything <laughs> that you need to know. And break. Like, I got to the point where I was like, I, I don't have many more questions because he wrapped one thing into another and another. And there we go. That's how he does it. All right, 503-250-1080. This is Danny Dusty on The Fan. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. On 1080 The Fan. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. No big. I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. Yeah, coming in hot. <laughs> All right, our worst day on the web. It's got to be quick here because uh, we went way over with Horvath, but it was really good. Uh, our worst day on the web is the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission and their higher-ups. Um, after the governor, Tina Kotek, she came out and she said that uh, she's asking for uh, a, a bunch of executives. She wants some heads to roll. Yeah, to, to resign. Uh, resign, sir, resign uh, from the OLCC. Uh, which controls all of the alcohol and uh, cannabis in our great state here. And 
that raised a lot of eyebrows like, wait, what? What's going on here? Well, um, Noel Crombie of the Oregonian has a, a piece up at the Oregonian. And um, boy, it's a doozy here as basically what she found is that a bunch of the managers and executive director for a long, the longtime executive director, uh, Steve Marks, have been diverting burb like the the rare bourbons your pappy van winkles pappy 23 if you will and uh lining their own pockets uh by diverting keeping them for themselves and basically the olcc is our middleman in the state of oregon yeah no way every central government institution having some kind of uh i don't know nefarious activity (gasps) yeah every hard alcohol goes into the olcc and then is then distributed out to everywhere else. And here's where this is is a little bit uh, dicey, right? So if you wanted to to get we've had a lottery here for for rare bourbons and rare alcohols, yes. okay? If you wanted to get a, a bottle of the 23-year-old Pappy Van Winkle from the OLCC's lottery, which is one of the most sought after bourbons in the world, you had a 0.02% chance of, of winning. It. it was 1 in 5373. Ah Okay. Meanwhile, they could just light a bottle off the top. And and they did. Mm. And they admitted to it. And not only that, they were getting it at the wholesale price from the manufacturer of of, of roughly $120 for a bottle that goes for $2,000. Oh, see, I didn't see that part. All I saw was that they paid for it. (laughs) Oh, no, they paid for it. The wholesale price. Yikes. (laughs) Pennies on the dollar. Literally. And and $2,000 is... The national average. That's and that's that might have even been for the for the fifteen. The twenty three is one of the most sought after. That wasn't that what Joey Harrington had? Uh yeah. I want to say he had a bottle of Pappy twenty three. Yeah, I think so. Which was a, which is a very rare bottle. Yeah, and um, here's the thing that like a lot of the folks are entering these these lotteries thinking they get get a fair chance. They don't. Your one in five thousand three hundred seventy three is actually a lot smaller. When when they're take skimming off the top, mm-hmm. you should have more for the people to be able to um, go and get this. Here is here is a quote: uh, uh, Ken Armstrong, who is a, a reporter of ProPublica, he he wrote this. He's, he said, "My favorite part of this crazy story is a sentence about one of the managers at the OLCC. He described his role at the agency as a facilitator, making sure people with connections to the agency got the liquor that they wanted." Mm. <laughs> Wow, that almost sounds so, like you're greasing palms. Well, it sounds like a state employee, his literal job was to facilitate getting, getting advantages for well-connected people. That was his role, and he, <laughs> to the taxpayers are paying his, his bill. That's why the governor's like, yeah, people need to resign because of this. Yeah, this, this, this is like 1920s bootlegger. You know, bottle run type stuff, funneling things off. Yeah, um, they they found that they'd been from the local local distribution center. Um, they the bourbons had been diverted for at least eight years and involved uh, brands with cult like followings, such as Pappy Van Winkle, like we said. Um, Kotech, the governor said it's unacceptable the behavior, and she will not tolerate um, this. They, they're basically like a booze cartel. Yes. That's what not, they not, are. Not basically, they are. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, not and shocking in the least bit. This news. So oh, yeah. like folks that are like, oh, this isn't that big of a deal. Oh no, it is. No, this is a, a government agency, literally breaking the law, yeah. <laughs> and funneling things as favors 
Like this, yeah. it, you don't get more corrupt than this. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there you go. OLCC in hot water. Mm. Wow. All right. Um, let's go. Hour number three. We get. Let's get some Super Bowl talk. Then we'll get back to the trade deadline. Does that sound good? Let's do it. All right. What makes the Eagles' offense so deadly? Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.